Hello, and welcome to TP's Music Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan Ford. And I'm Nick Replinger. And you can find us at our website, tpmusictalkpod.wordpress.com. And you can also find us at anchor.fm forward slash tpmusictalkpodcast and other major podcasting platforms by searching for TP's Music Talk Podcast. You can find us on other social media as well, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and others by searching for TP Music Talk Podcast or for TP Music Talk Pod on Twitter. Just look for our logo. And you can also email us at tpmusictalkpodcast at gmail.com. We also have shared playlists on Apple Music and Spotify that you can check out by searching TP's Music Talk Podcast as well. And don't forget to click the link in the description and leave us a voice message on Anchor. And feel free to leave us a message or a review anywhere you're listening. It really helps us out. And don't forget, donations are always appreciated. You can find a link to donate in the description of any of our episodes. No part of our show can be reproduced without permission or written consent. Hey Ryan, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, man. I'm hanging out with McKay. We're going to take a look at his latest engravings and talk about giveaways for I Engrave stuff. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Especially about those giveaways. And you know, I was on the internet the other day and I saw these ads for these other engraving services. And man, their prices are expensive. Yeah, man. A lot of those other engraving companies will charge you up the wazoo for things. But I've noticed that McKay's company, they have items that are priced very reasonably, making it affordable, especially this year, to get a personalized and really impactful gift. Get your parents something that is heartfelt with your signature, or you can even do a letter in your own handwriting on something. Oh yeah, that's right. And you can even send a scan of your handwriting on a letter, and they can engrave it onto a sign, a bottle, or whatever you can think of. The possibilities are endless with them. Yeah, and right now, if you're in the checkout area, you can type in TP10 in all caps in the promo code box, and you'll get an extra 10% off. A gift from us. Go to iengravestuff.com today. Hey everybody, we're back. Yeah, it's been a long time, but we have a bonus episode here for you today, and we're excited to share it with you guys. Yeah, um, just kind of, uh, you know, we keep saying like, we're going to start hip hop, we're going to start hip hop, but we just have so much bonus content to share. Like there, there was so much extra stuff that happened right at the end of our 13th or, or 12th episode when we were saying goodbye to rock and roll that we just felt we had to share it with you. And um, we kind of have an interesting story for you tonight. It's not full of a whole lot of content but we still think you'll find it interesting yeah so basically to summarize what ryan just said oh you're welcome guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> just appreciate the content okay it's not the best but no, <laughs> no like um, i'm so sorry for having all this stuff for you guys to, to listen to i mean it's not like you know you enjoy well i guess i hope you guys enjoy listening to us i mean otherwise why would you be coming back but <laughs> yeah like why are you still here no 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 we're so grateful that you're still here um but yeah th- this will probably be our last bonus episode before we get into hip-hop i promise it's coming um it's gonna be a very large very full episode i mean it's uh hip-hop is a very full subject i guess i well that's a it's all i mean like we've talked about subgenres within you know rock like metal and new metal grunge you know alternative all those different types of metal but we've never delved into a completely different genre altogether like going into hip-hop which is a completely different style of music 
absolutely and it's it's not even like hip-hop is so much more than music you know it's uh it's graffiti it's break dancing it's you know emceeing it's djing it's it's, it's it's basically just a way a different way to of expressing yourself and that i would say i've been trying to do as much research as i can because i wouldn't say i'm a huge hip hip hop connoisseur but i've been trying to learn a lot over the last little bit you know, about hip hop so i can add to the conversation and that's what i pretty much think it is it's expressing yourself in a different way yeah, we're really excited to get into it. And, you know, I I wouldn't say I'm, I'm very much a learner. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm no expert in hip hop either, but I, I like to say that I know a little bit enough that I can give you guys a full episode. And yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about it and I'm going to see how Nick reacts to what I have to say and see if we can blow his mind a little bit. So. Yeah, I'm excited to go on this journey, guys. And and hopefully some of you guys will be joining the, on this journey with me, too. And that'll be awesome. Yeah. But anyways, enough about that. We'll save that for another time. What we wanted to talk to you guys about tonight. Well, first off, we have a new marketer um, and it's actually my brother. Uh, his name is Tristan and he is majoring in business marketing and he's kind of taken a uh, transmitter on as a side project. I don't know how long he's going to be involved in the show or if it's going to be kind of his, you know, his uh, full time project for the moment. But we're very excited to have him here. He's done some interesting and exciting things with our social medias. He's set us up with a TikTok, which is, well, we didn't think we'd ever have a TikTok. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he's really taking the reins on everything, and that's why you're, you're seeing a lot more, you know, movement and action on our social medias, and there's a, a lot more to come, and we're very excited to have Tristan on board the Transmitter family here with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we've got some other housekeeping and things like we just changed our website and we've, we've got some other things to tell you, but we'll save that for our full length episode um, on hip hop as well. Yeah, but we just want to mention Tristan because it also delves into the bonus content we have for you guys on this episode. Yeah, so here's how it kind of, well, I'll kind of tell you the story here. I spoke with Tristan and he, you know, kind of pitched his marketing ideas to us with the social media and he's decided to kind of take the reins on that and you know like i see like i said i don't know how involved he's going to be going forward with everything but he is kind of a part of the family now and will hopefully be helping us get our name out there uh, more and as he started making these posts we actually had someone reach out to us on instagram um, his name is andre and he is uh, well i would say that he is very into new metal music he is an artist himself a musician who has made a lot of a lot of song he, he's uh, produced a lot of songs well, yeah he's got all kinds of you know different musical content ranges all the way from new metal some of it's got more of those mellow vibey feels i guess you can see like maybe like marble type feel and then it just explodes into all these other different genres and it's very very interesting to listen to what he's got and he's very talented for sure yeah yeah like a lot of his music is very industrial sounding new metal rock hip-hop he he kind of just uh and, and it kind of took nick and i back to our new metal episodes and when we were talking about kind of those subgenres of rock and you know we uh, although he does do some hip-hop tracks as well we thought it would be best to include it with our rock and roll portion in our first season, which is why we're giving it to you as a bonus episode. But anyway, so what ended up happening is we, uh, well, first Tristan talked with Andre over Instagram and got to know him a little bit. And then he sent Andre our way and we were able to chat with him on Instagram. And he turned out to be a very interesting and a very nice, 
you know, uh, gentlemanly guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he was yeah. very polite. Um, yeah, very, very cool, down-to-earth guy. And, and yeah, and so we set up the, the this call with him and talked to him a little bit about, about his music and the show. And, yep, we definitely enjoyed our time getting to know him a little bit better. Yeah, it was so cool to get to talk to, you know, one of our listeners and just kind of get his feedback on what he thinks of our show and talk about, you know, his music. And we definitely tried to shout him out. And, you know, we hope that you'll if you're interested in his type of music, that you'll go and check it out. And, you know, nothing but good vibes his way. And we want him to succeed. And but yeah, so we recorded a phone call with him. I think it's uh, roughly 30 to 45 minutes long, something like that. And we decided to make it into this episode. And that way you'll get to hear feedback from one of our other listeners and hopefully get to know him and the type of music that he does. So yeah, so we hope you guys enjoy this content. And if you listen to you know this and you enjoy it and say, hey, I would love to be on the show, you know, reach out. So we would love to feature you guys too and hear what your musical influences are and what you like about the show. And we'd love to give you guys a shout out too, if you're interested in reaching out to us. Yeah, because, you know, we're always saying, like, we would love any and all feedback. And if you guys are interested in being on the show, we would love to try and make that happen. You know, just uh, if you have something to share with us, reach out to us and we'll see if we can make it work. Certainly worked out with Andre. So I guess at this point... We'll, yeah, just uh, without further ado, I think we'll just jump into it and let, let you guys listen to our conversation we had with Andre. Yeah, without further ado, here we go. Hi, is this Andre? Yeah. Hey, Andre. And you do pronounce your name Andre, right? Yeah. Hey, Andre. This uh, Andre. This is Ryan and Nick with Transmitter. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Good, man. And just so you know, this phone call is being recorded. I I know you already know that, but I'm just saying so. So, so you don't sue us for any reason, right? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. But uh, yeah, how, how's your day been, man? Um, it's been all right. You know. Yeah, just a kind of day. Same old stuff, huh? (laughs) Well, it's it's really nice to have you on the, because you're technically on our show right now. You're going to be on an episode here at some point. And yeah, we just wanted to quickly tell our listeners uh, how we got in touch with you. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a little bit um, about yourself? And um, yeah, we would love to get a little bit about your background and your musical background as well. Where do you guys want me to start in my life? Or like, what got me into music? Like, what? Well, let's start because typically on the show, the first thing we ask anyone is, you know, what got you into music? So, yeah, like what started you off in the music world? What's like, you know, the first thing you were exposed to? Music. Um, I definitely have to say, because when I was a child, like I turn on um, the TV, right? And you remember when MTV used to do like morning music videos? So I'd definitely yeah. say that that was a starter point, you know, it would be like, a mixed bag, you know, like, I don't know, like Linkin Park, and then it'd be a whole bunch of different stuff, and I think that kind of just started my whole weird, you know, mixed music style, just the (laughs) fact that 80 things were playing at the same time, you know, sort of like that, I'd say. I can't really pinpoint an exact artist, but, you know, I'd say that's like the genesis of everything. I gotcha. So your music taste is just kind of all over the board. You don't really necessarily discriminate against any genre. You just, if it's good, it's good, and you listen to it type of thing. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm no hipster, you know. I'm not like one of those people that will put my nose up and be like, hey, you know, you're, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not some sort of elitist. 
I I get what you mean though. Yeah, I am that type of person where it's different depending on my mood. Yeah, for sure. And I love people like that because you know, you know, some people, you know, where they have very specific music taste, you always have to, when you're riding in the car with them or you're at a party, you always have to try and cater to what they want to listen to. But with people like you, I love listening to music with them because you can, you, know, you can go from rock to rap to R&B, pop, you know, whatever, and you just listen and have a good time. So I love when people are all over the board like that, for sure. Yeah, yeah my whole, I'm sorry, my whole, I'm saying like my whole point of, of that is just to say, Music is music. At the end of the day, it's all noise. As long as you feel something with it, then that's what counts, I think. Even if it's noise, like, you know, some weird dude from Michigan and his, like, synthesized... Like, even if it's just noise, noise music, as long as you can have an attachment to it, and I, I feel that's that's my expression of music. Sorry for cutting me off. I just wanted to elaborate on that. No, no, no. I would totally agree with you on that. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was I was just going to, you know, continue on with what Nick was saying. Like, that's uh, what we strive to be like here at Transmitter is, you know, kind of a way we don't discriminate on, on any type of music, really. And, you know, we just love music itself and, and love the way we love the way that it can make you feel. Um, and we love talking about it and, and just sharing what we know and seeing what other people know about it. I mean, that's the whole reason we started this. So um, yeah, it's, a and, dope, it's a dope show. I really like it. Oh, good. Glad you enjoy. Um, what, what, how did you the discover Transmitter, and what what made you like the show so much? Well, honestly, um, I'm not a podcast type of person, but once in a while, I I like, listen to a few pod. Like, I'm not the kind of person who listens to, like 20 different podcasts. You know what I mean? But I listen to a few podcasts, and the ones that I like to listen to are mostly like on music. So basically, the way that I that I found you and like a few other podcasts was that um. I was just looking up, like, I don't know, like, weird, like, new metal podcast or something like that. And then I stumbled across the new metal episode first, and then I worked my way up and down. You know what I mean? I didn't listen to an order. I just listened. And I found a few other podcasts as well that, that talk about um, new metal. But I do understand that you guys aren't strictly new metal because I listened to the other episodes. Well, well, that's awesome, man, and and thank you for listening, and and we appreciate that, and we're we're glad you're enjoying the show, and uh, we're happy to have you here on it, and uh, we have the chance we listened to your latest project, I I think it's called Raw Mechanical Soul, and, and we found it to be you know very industrial and creative, and you know our listeners feel free to check this out. Uh, it's called Raw Mechanical Soul. I think you go by the username. I'm I'm going to spell it out because I'm sure I'll I, I won't pronounce it, but it's I S V and then a dollar sign. E-U-N, and Andre yeah, no. yeah. The thing with that was is I created that, I say alias because I, I made music for a couple of years now. I created that alias when I was like, you know, a child. I'd say this was like, what, 2014, 2015, when the whole, you know, Space Ghost Perp, ASAP Rocky, let's put, you know, dollar signs in our name and stuff. So that's <laughs> yeah. basically why. You, you remember that whole, like, you know, like wave, right? the old cloud rap thing so Absolutely. i don't know i yeah, just sure. like you know what let me make my name with with, with a v and let me flip the a so yeah i don't know i was a child when i made that <laughs> name and you know it's not like you can change your name and then it's automatically going to search up so i kind of had to stick with it you know i don't know i gotcha yeah 
Well, definitely. We, we definitely don't think it's a bad one. I thought it was very unique. And yeah, this, this project, we really enjoyed listening to it. And one thing that I was specifically curious about, it, well, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Maybe we should talk about where people can find it really quickly. So if they want to, they can listen to it. Do you want to, you know, let everybody know, you know, where they can listen to it and, and where to find you there? Well, um, when it's, how do you say, my music process I'd say is very productive in a way because, like, if, I mean, if you look at the date tags on my, on my music, it's really like I'm cranking seven. And I'm not saying that's a brag. I'm just saying like that's my. Uh, I'm sorry. That's how productive I am. And also, I'm pretty much like a freestyler, or it's just like I feel it. I go in and you know. And um, since I have so many albums, I'm trying to put them up on streaming, but it's just so much to. You know, I have to sit down and I have to tag every single file. So for right now, it's on my Bandcamp. But I'll, I will try to work on putting it, you know, everywhere, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I've yeah. That's a slow thing. My older projects are definitely on, you know, streaming and everything. But um, when it comes to my newer projects, I really got to, you know, sit down and try to put up like 10 projects. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a bit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and and one thing that might help people kind of find you, I I notice if you go to Bandcamp, I think that there's a a link that you can click on that takes people to like a link tree. And yeah, will... I, I did I did make a link tree, so it's on my uh, Instagram as well. I don't know. Yeah, so that that would be a helpful thing to try. Um, just letting our listeners know if they wanted to check your stuff out there. And but but yeah, like what inspired you? What inspired the latest project and yeah, you know, do you kind of want to go into detail about uh, the creation of it? Well, what inspired that project is what inspires all my projects. You know, I'd say my my main musical influences, and also you know life, like going outside, looking at the trees, and you know just uh, my 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 feelings. You know, because to me, music not not only listening to music, but just making music is more a cathartic experience. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, for sure, you know, like anger and I'd say, um, just mellowness and, and all that is releasing the music because I, as a child, I very much was, was, uh, was attracted and rooted into, you know, like hardcore punk or like post punk. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if you can hear it in there, but you know, it's just very, you know, raw, um, abrasive. I'm not trying to be as abrasive as possible, but you know, just abrasive. And also raw, if you go what I mean, just the whole hardcore punk, post-punk, just doing your own thing kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And and sorry, I feel like I'm kind of stealing this from Nick a little bit. But, well, I, I guess before we actually talk about some of the songs, uh, because I do want to go into the whole, you know, uh, punk rock, punk metal, industrial, new metal sound um, that you hear on a, a couple of these songs. But I, I was really curious and I wanted to ask you, I noticed that a lot of the tracks on the project are um, like two minutes or under. And I was just curious if that was like an intentional decision or if it was just how the cards landed, so to speak, you know? Well, with the whole, you know, short couple of tracks, it's, I, I give you two reasons. Okay. Reason number, uh, well, actually three. <laughs> um, <laughs> reason, reason number one is most of, most of the time, again, since I am rooted in, in, um, you know, like hardcore punk and like post punk, you know, you listen to a lot of those old raw tapes, black metal as well. I'm pretty sure you can hear some sort of, you know, all the chaos or whatever. 
But yeah. when you listen to those kind of old, original, like, 90s albums, a lot of the times they were, like, A, recorded live, and B, they couldn't afford more studio time. So, you know, it's a one-and-done kind of thing, you know, like a hardcore punk, like Bad Brains, for example. You know, you get a two-minute song, and boom. Or Visions of Disorder, you get a three-minute with a whole bunch of sections, and boom. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, that's, for sure. Uh, that's the whole, you know, hardcore. And again, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure at some point... Uh, in my older albums or whatever, I can make a song that's three minutes or whatever, but I don't know. I just don't, I just can't really structure a three minute song, you know? Uh, how am I gonna, I'm not death tones where I can like keep your attention with like a hook and then a post, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, you're, you're more, I guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're more, you know, of a free spirit recording artist when you write your things, you just, you go with the flow, and then when it's good, you know, that's what it ends. And when it stops, you just, you know, like you said, you're just raw in motion. You know, you like connect to a sound you know, with, with that feeling, and you just go with it, right? Yeah, but um, I do write once in a while. Like, I'll try to write a verse, or I'll try to write a hook. But most of the time, I'll, I'll like, you know, I try to come up with a hook, and then I'll write that down. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, a hook or something. A loose hook, you know. I like how how that sounds. You know, I'm write that down. I'm gonna change the word. I obviously write on some songs, but on other songs, I'm pretty sure you could tell that I'm just I'm just sitting there, just dropping the, the catharsis on you or whoever is listening. Not specifically you. I didn't want to, you know, single you out or whatever. Oh yeah, and and we didn't. Yeah, and maybe this is a good time to to talk about it. Well, there was one track in particular that that I really liked, and I I think Nick enjoyed it too. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it was your track, uh, Weirdo, uh, because I, I noticed that you mentioned, you, you know, you from the moment we started, uh, you know, talking uh, on social media and stuff, you were kind of telling me how it, not only new metal, but you had kind of a punk rock sound that you occasionally drift into. And I heard a lot of uh, kind of a punk rock style sound on that track. And, you know, I was vibing to it. So that's one that caught my attention. I don't know. When it came to Weirdo, it is a Weirdo track, because, again, let me see if I can remember. So, again, I don't save session files at all, either, you know? So, it's just like, boom, I'm just be with it. I don't... I do save session files in case, like, I'm working on the track, right? And then I don't have enough time to finish it, so obviously I'll save it for later if it's something I gotta, like, I need to make this, you know? But most of the time, it's, like, a one and done, you know? I only save the session file to, to try to finish it up, but... Um, oh, sorry, are you still there? Well, yeah, you're, you're yeah, coming out, buddy. Here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, for just a second, but we're, you're back. We can hear you clearly. So. Okay, so, yeah, basically, you know, one and done, like I said, session file. I only save it when I have to finish it for later, you know. And Weirdo really is a Weirdo track because, again, you know, if I remember a drum and bass drum section and then there's pop punk going on and then... Yeah. If you remember... Yeah, exactly. I, don't know, I haven't heard the song in a while, but I'm pretty sure it's, I I remember drum and bass and like pop punk drums, but it's just so much going on. I know it's pretty chaotic that last album. <laughs> Wait, well, and and hopefully you take this as a compliment and and not like in you know I, I'm meaning it as a compliment. But one thing that it kind of reminded me of, you know, that uh, album that recently came out, Machine Gun Kelly's latest album, where he kind of went into I, yeah, the, I know, I know, I know about it, but I haven't heard the the full project. 
Gotcha. Yeah, there was some songs on that. And, and when I heard Weirdo, um, it actually reminded me of a couple songs on that album. And I don't know, it's just funny because, uh, you know, the whole uh, punk rock, but still kind of into the Pop new punk. metal hip hop, you know. Yeah, um, I, I, I understand where the connection lies because, you know, um, for some reason, a lot of rap artists are doing the, you know, the Blink-182 style. Most of the time, they call it Travis Barker. You know, like Trippie Red has a, a pop punk album out now too. And no, yeah. no, no, no ill will to them, but I'm just saying I'm I'm noticing that that there is a an influx of hey, let me do a pop punk record. You know, but I'm yeah. I'm going more from a hardcore standpoint than than rather a pop punk. But once in a while, I do show pop punk. You know. Yeah, yeah. You know, from the other side of, of punk. You know. Well, and, and there's definitely a lot of different sounds to choose from on this latest project of yours. Like, I, I know another song that I like, um, it was called We Are Not The Same. And I think I was getting, like, some Rage Against the Machine vibes when I was listening to that one. It was, you know, a little uh, little more hardcore and, and had almost like a funk sound to it. It was... Yeah, it was very, very interesting. Uh, yeah, um, for We Are Not The Same, I... Um, how do you say? I was not Rage Against the Machine. I I am inspired by Rage Against the Machine, and I I love Tom Morello and Zach and, and everybody else in the band. Brad, if I remember, I'm sorry, I don't remember all the names, but I <laughs> I own the first two Rage Against the Machine albums. That's all I could say, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you say? I was more trying to pull into like a throwback new metal sound. I'm pretty sure you can hear a pandero. If I'm pretty sure, um, I'm also very, very inspired by Max Cavalera and how he takes ethnic world music and just incorporates it. Like you can hear throughout the track. Yeah, you know, that's yeah. Not, that's not, and that's not uh, regular drums, and that's not uh, uh, MIDI or whatever. It's um, I tried to incorporate some of that. And then on some songs, uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not a uh, how do you say a traditional like trained artists so sometimes I'll use, I'll use loops but I you know I'll flip them you know there's some people that are lazy that don't flip loops if you know what yeah. I mean like chop it or whatever because I'm, yeah, I'm in no way I just jumped into this like a few years ago and and I don't know I just and I don't know no music theory you know I just I just get the synth going and then I just you know if it sounds good I'll just you know what I mean like I'm cathartic again you know yeah, yeah I know exactly what you mean I mean I'm an artist and I write music and things like that, but I took a music theory class back in high school, but that's about all I had. I, I barely use any of that. I, I'm not a very, you know, music theory tra- trained artist as well. I'm more, you know, just lots of practice, lots of just list, like you listening by ear and seeing what sounds good, what mixes well, and, and just a lot of collaboration with the, with the other musicians that I work with in, with my music. Yeah, yeah I feel like, honest. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go ahead, Andre. No, okay. Um, honestly, I'm I'm terrible. You know, I'm not a, I'm not I'm not trained at all. You know, honestly, it's just like my my screaming technique and my my vocal style, my my music style, my mixing style, my production style. All of it is just uh, no 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 training at all. I just head in. You know what I'm saying? And then over time, it became a happy accident, as Bob Ross likes to say. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I learned how to work with it. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you listen to my like first projects or my first few projects or whatever, you'll hear a whole bunch of the, the sounds that you'll hear now, but they aren't as matured. You know, they aren't 
and also there's a lot of trap going on because trap was the thing at the time and I had and I pulled a machine I pulled a machine head burning red where I felt like, you know, I have to, you know, fit in into the, you know, trap landscape in order to be accepted or whatever. So you hear a lot of auto tune, but you also you know, you'll hear industrial and you hear the stuff but it's not as it's not as rock or it's not as upfront if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and and we haven't gone back and listened to uh, some of your older projects yet, but we definitely are going to. And you know, just with the the time frame we had, we wanted to focus on on you know the project that you had most recently worked on and kind of talk about that. But I, I'm going to steer away from that for just a minute because I I wanted to ask you, you know, when you got in touch with us, you had showed interest in our new metal episode, and I was wondering like, and and not to be like repetitive with asking you what got you into All music, right. but. You know, what got you into the new metal genre specifically, and, and how has it affected the way that you make music? Well, when it comes to new metal, honestly, um, like, the 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 simple answer is, is corn, and then I worked my way up. But the more, like, detailed answer is, like, one day in, like, 2007, I'd say, when I was a kid, um, I had a little MP3, right? You know, like a little crappy silver, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, yeah, went like, sure, yeah. I went to like Soul Seek. I went to like Soul Seek and I looked up uh, rap rock. I didn't even know what new metal was. I was just a kid that liked rap, like, and then I liked a little bit of rock, but by rock at the time, like, you know, let me think of what was happening around that time. Um, I'd say like industrial rock more because I already was in the 90s when I was a little kid for some reason. I, I was just, a, again, I was a weirdo. But again, I looked like <laughs> rap rock, right? And then this is big folder playlist just came up it had like corn system of a down and slipknot and then in between you had like 50 cent and you know just a whole bunch of just like rap and rock songs and then you also had new metal songs in there. and then as a kid i was like i don't care who the artist is. it's just rocks you know i just like it and then obviously over time when i grew up i learned oh this is made by corn when you download the corn album and then a lot of the times they would have a liner notes and then in the liner notes the, there would be other bands like, you know, shout out to thank you to. And then from there, I'm like, Oh, what is this band? And then I look up, I don't know, Limp Bizkit. And then Limp Bizkit, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I find bands through liner notes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's funny that you mentioned, uh, you know, corn and uh, also nine inch nails, because it, like when I listened to your latest project, I was like, man, he had to have listened to some Nine Inch Nails at one point or another. Nine, Nine Inch Nails is my, bro, I, I, I have so much love from Trent Ritten. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's so much. incredible, for sure. He, he's a genius. and uh, I don't know about now. I don't know about all, all this, you know, ambient cinematic <laughs> soundtrack stuff. Because, like, he said after the social network, he said after I scored the social network, this is going to be my vibe. I'm just going to make a whole bunch of soundtrack music. I don't know about that, but... But like you know, the stuff that's classic, you just can't deny. It's, there's a reason why those albums are so revered, you know. Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. I mean, and worse, yeah. Oh gosh, the the downward spiral. I mean, always be a classic. That one, I still bump that one. You know. Yeah, same thing. I can always go. I can always go back to that one, and I have to start it from front to back. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, and, um, beautiful. The the first track on your record, actually, when I was talking to Nick and, and we were listening to it together, um, the first track on your record, I'm like, this sounds like it could be on the opening of, of like a Nine Inch Nails record, like the Downward Spiral, where it's it's just, you know, some cathartic, chaotic type sounds. And 
anyway, man, I, I could definitely. I yeah, could you might get Ryan on the tangent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. What's our next question here, Nick? I'll let you ask this one. I've been. All right. So, you know, you, know, you talked about you know, all those new, new metal influences. Would you say that new metal is the main genre that has influenced you the most? Or or how do you think that those artists from that time, you know, affect you now with your music and recording today? Well, with new metal, like, I don't know. You can, like, how do you say? You can shoot me, but I think new metal is the greatest genre. But I do listen to a whole bunch of other stuff, you know. But I'm just saying new metal for me is just, that's mainly what I, I like to listen to. But, I, you know, again, I like black metal. Again, I like industrial. I like all sorts of things. But what does inspire me about new metal is just at least the original stuff before it got, you know, all homogenized and put on the radio or whatever. You know, they found the formula. Like, you know, bands like Sliver or whatever. But, you know, the original, just the original point of it, like, you know, Korn just getting in the studio and Ross Robinson is saying, you know what? Let's let's do incorporate some funk. Let's do a little bit of industrial. The first one wasn't really industrial. It just had very small touches of it with the clanging and stuff. But um, just the fact that they just went up there and they said, you know what, let's let's do something funky. Let's do something fresh. Let's, you know what I mean? And then Limp Bizkit's first album, when they were like, let's do the same thing, but let's add more rawness to it and let's be more rap oriented, you know. Yeah. And there's all, all the different bands that they just added their own flavor to it. I think that's what I love about New Metal is like at least the original sec first and second generation. They're like, Hey, let's do the new metal style where it's now, but let's add like bongos or something. You know what I mean? Like they all had their own flavor of it. It's not like death metal where it's all the same you know, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. Well, and, and yeah, like, uh, it, you know, Nick and I have talked about new metal, you know, before on our show. And I, I think one of the things we said is that, you know, it gets a bad rap from a lot of people, um, the new metal genre, but it was really a, I don't know, a very diverse, uh, music genre. And it led to yeah, it so many diverse. others. Yeah. Yes. It led to so, so much more in the music world and, and really helped expand the sound of all sorts of different genres. And, you know, it, some people would consider it kind of the, uh, what would you say, like awkward? Well, I would almost say, well, I guess you could call it awkward, but more of like a renaissance, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 And most definitely it was, it was a renaissance. But you know what's, you know what's weird about new metal, just in general, how, it does get a bad rap. I understand. I can understand both standpoints. I can understand as a fan, oh, I love this stuff, and I can also understand, hey, you know, the lyrics aren't, you know what I'm saying? But what's weird about new metal is how it's such, it gets such a bad rap. It is such a bad name. It's so, so such a bastard child where we don't even want to look at it, right? But then you get the metalcore people and the deathcore people just trying to rip that sound, you know? They're trying to sound like a slipknot. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we hate that, but let's try to rip that off. And then, you know, after the new metal boom, you'd listen to the radio and you'd hear like little, you know, snippets and little pieces that sound like new metal. And obviously you had the SoundCloud rap thing where, you know, there, there were people that tried to do the weird trap metal style, I'd call it. But at the end of the day, it turned into just a whole bunch of overblown 808s and just distorted yelling, you know. So I, yeah. I hate trap metal in, in that respect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, um, well, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you a little bit more about, uh, I, I'm going to steer back to your your music specifically. And, you know, 
you talked about it a little, but what is the recording process like for you? And, and do you like mix and record everything yourself or, or do you have like a, you know, do you work with a group or, or how does that all work? Uh, recording process. I definitely have to say, yeah, again, it's all me and mixing, mastering, it's all me. How do you say, I don't, I don't really have much of a, a group. Um, when I first started, I definitely had, I have, co- I had collaborators like every once in a while, like a, a producer, you know, to, to help me out with like a melody or something like that. Like definitely on my earlier records, you know, shout out my guy Daz. He makes like more trap stuff oriented stuff. But of, um, you got what I mean? Like most, most like all the five, 600 songs, when you add them up together, all of them were produced by me. All of them were mixed by me. And I obviously wrote, I don't have any ghostwriters or whatever. I'm not, Mariah Carey, right? You know, um, it's all, it's, you know, it's all, it's all organic. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. And, and yeah, you were, you weren't kidding when you said you were productive. I mean, if you've got five, 600 songs under your belt, you know, that's a lot of work. I don't know and, exactly. I lost track. I'm sorry. I don't, I might be more, it might be less. I don't know. Well, if you've lost track, it's probably is pretty much that close i'm going to bed so (laughs) and uh man that that's just incredible to hear and um yeah really cool and then so are you creating any music or working on any projects uh right now i imagine you probably are (laughs) (laughs) well when yeah i'm thinking of i say yeah i am working on something but i'm thinking of like making it a side project because i also found another person really cool person, uh, really cool kid from Europe that plays guitar. And I don't know, it's going to be, you know, you, you know me, it's going to be some weird industrial thrash through funk, you know, <laughs> weird thing. It's going to be a side <laughs> project most likely. And then it's, and after that, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to make music anymore because um, I don't want to be like Metallica where I'm like, I'm not in my prime anymore. And then I'll just drop something and it's complete, you know, soulless or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to... Well, I don't don't want to necessarily dry out or anything like that, right? Yeah, also, yeah, also I don't want to put out something that doesn't have a lot of effort, you know? Like, I don't want to manufacture angst or whatever, if you know what I mean. No, that makes sense. And, yeah, because music can be hard, man. Like, uh, I envy artists like yourself and, and like Nick here that are, are in a band and, you know, write and record music because, I mean, that's a it, it's a hard process and it can be very time consuming. And, you know, if you're not in the right state of mind and, and it becomes an effort rather than, you know, a joy to, to make music, you know, I think that's where a lot of artists go wrong. So. Honestly, when it comes to you said band, Nick was in a band, right? Did you? Yeah. Did you say that? Yeah, um, I'm in yeah, a band think, called Butch Town. Yeah. All right, all right, we'll look it up. I, that definitely, I'm, I, I like any type of music. Um, anyways, um, my point is about bands is like again, my stuff is all solo material, but like my biggest regret in life is like being a kid and then finding a friend that could play bass guitar and the other one that could play guitar and then the rhythm guitar guy and the keyboard guy and the drums. That's like my biggest regret, you know, not starting an industrial um, uh, death rap unit, rap core. You, you know what I'm saying? Like that, I'd say that's my biggest regret in life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, even even without that, though, it sounds like you've been, you know, hard at, at working your craft and, yeah, you know. I'm a MIDI it, guy, so all of that is MIDI. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, it, and not to say, like, if you feel like – 
you know, you're you're kind of going to stop mu- making music here soon or whatever, but it's never too late, too. And, I mean, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, how old are you, man? Um, 18. 18. Nice. And, I mean, it's it's definitely not too late. No, I would <laughs> say you, you still have a whole lot more ahead of you at that age. No, no, again, no, again I don't want to manufacture angst or whatever, and also I kind of just feel like, I don't know, I want to just go on a mountain. How do you say I want to, like, live in a mountain with, like, I don't know, just just become a hermit or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, wh- whatever you decide to do, you know, we've really enjoyed the music that we have heard from you. And, well, let's see here. We talked about future projects. And then, you know, is, is there anything else? That, that you would want your, you know, our listeners, your listeners to, to know um, on where they can find you or, or you know, if you're going to transverse and, and go to, uh, to a different, you're going to start doing something else with your life. You know, where, where can people find you, man, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, I'd say um, it's between Bandcamp and um, Instagram. I'd say for, like, future updates and, um, yeah, that's, and the new new project, I still haven't found out a name for it. So I'd say, I don't know, keep it keep it locked and loaded. And uh, I don't know what people say. You know, at the end of the news, they'll say something like that. Keep it locked and keep it loaded on. You know. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the latest news, yeah, I don't know. I'd say that. Well, I mean, uh, it, it's been really fun to talk to you, man, and it's it's so nice to to talk to someone who has listened to our show. And it, you know, um, I don't know. Did did we ask you? Um, it, what was your favorite episode that you've heard by us? I'm just curious. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. I'd say between the Chop Suey episode because you know it's been covered so many times and kind of lost its meaning throughout. It's just the one song by the funny guys, and you know, you know what I'm saying. And it's it's kind of lost its meaning, but it's pretty deep you know, lyrical topics. And then between the, the first new metal episode, I, I'd have to say between those two, it's a pretty tough choice. Cause you, you guys and like probably like one YouTube video are the only ones that really, you know, cover the, the subject of, Hey, chop suey, maybe it might mean something else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is such a deep song. You're right. It has been covered so many times that I feel like it kind of has been meshed and mingled up and, you know, like people that when they think of chop suey, you know, they just think of the fashion alerts at the beginning, and that's all they think about is just that that beginning, you know. Yeah. Wake up. Beat, you know? <laughs> and then they don't yeah, really listen to the rest of it. Yeah. I just want to feed it when he's sick of. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I activate the pit when that song goes on. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and that's why we wanted to cover that. It, you know, we just felt like it was a very mainstream song, but it it, it also you know felt like no, it was the pinnacle you know, of new metal. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that song. And and it seems like it kind of went mainstream for. Well, the the both the right and the wrong reason. You know, people loved the sound and they loved how uh, how different it sounded. But you know, I don't feel like a lot of people really take the time to listen to the actual lyrics and uh, think about what it's actually about. So, yeah, um, when it comes to System of a Down, like I understand the how you say the overhypeness of the hypnotizing, mesmerizing chop suey. Like I understand why it's you know so overhyped. Not overhyped because they are good songs, but you know, to me, as as a person that listens to a lot of music, they're not their best. I'd say the deep cuts on Toxicity are they surpass, you know, Chop Suey. But obviously, Chop Suey was 
was the one the label were like, hey, it has strings, it has the right amount of the rapping, it has the right amount of, of everything. So yeah. But, but like that beginning of, of Toxicity, it's down, 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 like, and all the other stuff on Toxicity is pretty good. And the first album, of, again, the first album of every, every new metal band's first album is just so raw. You know what I'm saying? And then once you get to the second or third, which is the the more the one that sold the more units, you can definitely tell it's it's been polished. And, you know, it's been polished. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like and, and you know, I I feel like uh, Nick and I have well, Limb Biscuit in general, I think gets a bad rap from people, and and people say that it's you they're know, my favorite they're, band. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And, and but I I was just gonna say like. I I still bump. Oh gosh, I why can't I think of the name right now? But uh, their second album. Is it Rolling? Uh, no, no, that was uh, uh. Keep on rolling, baby. Yeah, well, that <laughs> was like chocolate starfish and the uh, hot dog flavored water, right? You know I, what's, I, what's crazy about that? Uh, the the progression of one biscuit, right? You listen to like Counterfeit, and you listen to like a pollution, like the first few songs off three dollar bill, right? And yeah, then you yeah. get break, and then significant other is is still raw, but you can definitely tell there's more like there's more money being put into it, and there's more, you know, it's more of a hip hop album. I'd say they're more hip hop centered. And then you listen to Chocolate Starfish, My Way, amazing song, Rolling, amazing song. But when you actually break it down, it's like it's supposed to be an amazing song, you know, because it's it kind of it feels like it was made by the machine, but at the same time, it's doesn't matter because it's just so good if you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and, and um significant other that was the one that i was thinking of that one was oh, was definitely right. one of my favorites but but yeah chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water it had like a very polished um it, but it was still limb biscuit you know because limb biscuit is very raw and even though that was as polished and as kind of like I, I don't know, planned out and put together as not, not because not, not just because it's polished is bad. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying that it's the the mixing and everything is more you know clean. Yeah, and yeah. say it in a better way. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. all the songs on Ch- not all the songs, but you know, a majority of the songs on Chocolate Starfish are are good. But again, the thing is, it just it feels like eh, maybe it was made like maybe me as a consumer is supposed to. You know, because you listen to Roland and then you like actually try to sit down and listen to the background of the song. It's the same. Like, I don't know if any of you actually sat down. It's like so, I don't know, derivative. It's like, <laughs> like this is made for the consumer. You get what I mean? Like, sometimes you listen to the song and you're like, yeah, this song bumps, but it kind of feels like it was made for the consumer. You know, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. like that. Yeah, I agree, and 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 particularly on on that record, I feel like there's a little bit of that. But but yeah, Limb Biscuit, you know, they get a bad rap from some people. But I've always the the thing that I've always envied and and uh, respected about Limb Biscuit is they're kind of like Green Day in that they'll take like very simple chords. Like I don't know if you've ever looked up how to play. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. The one thing about Numero is you can play it with one hand. Even though I don't know how to play guitar. I, it, it, like it's just so simple like i can program it and like it's the it literally new metal is like the pop version of metal because it's the the riffs are so you know simple not to not to you know uh, on new metal but like it's just so simple if you get what i mean 
Yeah. Well, also one thing I love about you know the new metal, also including grunge and post grunge, is that they're not so confident, not very you know, classical, you know, trained or anything like that. But they're still powerful, even though they are so simplistic. Like, like it's it's simple, but it's still heavy. It's like it's just like it's just like groove metal, for example. You know, like Pantera. You sit down, and it's like it's the same type of formula, except groove metal is more focused on the thrash side of things. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Rather than new, new metal is just, you strip away the blues from it and you strip away the soul and you strip away just everything from it and you just put the main kind of, the upfront influences and that's, that's new metal, unfortunately. Like, I'm not trying to say, you know, but you listen to a new metal album, there's no blues in there. There's no soul. It's the same. But again, when you pair that up with a nice funky bass line and you pair that up with a nice, you know, and you yeah. pair that up with some rapper up there, you know, it's it's the right combo, you know. You know, you yeah. got Fred Durst up there with his backwards hat going, yo, yo, check me out, not bad, check it, check me out. Like, it, it's good, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and they just, you know, I, I think you kind of said, like, they just got the formula right there. And, you know, although they get a bad rap from some people, I still, you know, there's plenty of times where I still bump Limp Biscuit, And, you know, I, I don't care if people think badly of that. Like, they've got some good songs, man. And they uh, were really good at, at putting songs together, especially back in their heyday, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, what, what is metal supposed to be? Are we supposed to be a whole bunch of serious guys and, like, camel shirts and black shirts and, and listening to the same blast beats? Like, is, is, that, is that metal? <laughs> Am I not metal enough for you? <laughs> do, I, do, I, do I need to listen to, like, I don't know, like, Cannibal Holocaust? I don't know if Cannibal Holocaust is a real band. I'm pretty sure it is. But, you know, I'm supposed <laughs> to listen to that and just be metal. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's have... Because the thing with Limp Biscuit is, like, I understand. Limp Biscuit is, like, the equivalent of, like, trap music. It's it's not it's not made for you to sit down and, you know, digest. It's club music, you know. It's party music. It's something to turn on to, like, turn on, you know. Break stuff yeah. is the break stuff, you know. It's it's like party music, essentially, you know. You're not you're not there to think deeply about it, you know. You're just there to, like, mosh or, or whatever. Activate yeah. the pit, you know. You're there to just soak up the music and, you know, get, get, get you moving. Yeah. Yeah. Feel what you want to feel. Get groove on. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's been so great to talk to you, Andre. And it's, it's been really, really fun and nice to meet you. And thank you, like, sincerely, thank you so much for doing this. I, I know you took some time out of your day and I know it's late over there. It's, you know, it's, it's getting a little late into the evening. So we just appreciate it, man. And we usually close out our show by, uh, you know, sharing some lyrics that are important to us. And I had kind of talked to you about that. I don't know if that's something you want to do or. No, I, was, I, I, I will share some lyrics, but like, can I, can I, can do a shout out like section for a second? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Shout yeah, out okay. whatever you want. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, how do you say? So again, I am from this small underground wave of people that are bringing back, not bringing back, but you know, they're like, we're bringing it back. No, no, not like that. But, you know, <laughs> That we are influenced by like new metal and, you know, hardcore punk and that kind of stuff. And I definitely want to shout out my, my boy, Honey Sweat. He actually plays guitar and, and, and whatnot. He's actually, you know, guitar. And, you know, um, 
he um he again he does that new metal kind of stuff and involves it with the trap and the Brazilian stuff like Max Caballero. So I don't know Hanny Slip H A N I S L I T. Definitely check him out. He's more talented. He's cool. Um, yeah, we, we I definitely, definitely say I don't know. Check check me out. Check Nick out. You know you know Nick. You gotta you gotta drop the the band name again. Make sure everybody checks Nick out. You know. Um, oh, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't think of, of anybody else right now, but definitely check out my my guy, uh, Andy Swift. He is he's, he's good, you know. Yeah, we we definitely will. We've we've been having some fun, uh, you know. He's definitely get, more clean and polished than I am. I'm I'm too I'm too chaotic and raw, but he definitely is more on that, you know. Yeah. Well, we since we've been introduced to you, we've been checking out some other stuff, and yeah, it's, it's just been a good time, man. And but yeah, we're we're gonna close out from here. But again, Andre, thank you, and yeah, maybe we'll, uh, you know, you never know, maybe we'll talk again at some point. And yeah, much love, man. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll much, go ahead and let you back. Yeah, <laughs> we'll let you go ahead and take away with those lyrics you wanted to share. Oh, uh, lyrics, all right. You've heard it a million times, but that's because it's worth it. I engrave stuff. Need something engraved? I engrave stuff. Need some gifts for holidays and birthdays that are actually cool and can be totally personalized to your liking? I engrave stuff. Check out their social medias. I see an Instagram giveaway very often, and they're actually legit. Connect by going to iengravestuff.com. Another thing they have is an engraving service. If you have a thermos or a bottle or a baseball glove or anything you can think of, all you have to do is get in touch with the awfully friendly people from iengravestuff.com, and one of their laser experts can get an estimate to you. It's super simple, and they work hard to make it easy to explore your engraving ideas. And if you go to iengravestuff.com and you're shopping, be sure to type in TP10 in all caps in the promo code box at checkout. That'll get you 10% off. Check out iengravestuff today. All right. Head like a hole, black as my soul. I'll never give you control. Is that is that how that one goes? I haven't heard it. Wow. I'm gonna oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nine inch nails, man. Had to throw it back there. Oh, yeah. I just thought I'd rather that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. The punk rock attitude. Uh, I'm not going to give you control. You know, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. That. Pretty hate machine. That that's a great song to leave off with. Head like a hole. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks thanks so much again for being on the show. We really enjoy talking with you, getting to know you better, and and uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into our show. And and yeah, we hope you have a good one, man. Lots of love. All right. See you, Andre. Bye. Uh-huh.